0: You're listening to the Holy Bible One-Year Challenge with Master Storyteller Michael Wood, featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show!
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Day 103. We're continuing in the book of Deuteronomy, and Moses is writing his letter to the Israelites, establishing more rules for them for when they finally claim the Promised Land. And he's going to go over the cities of safety that need to be set up for people who might accidentally kill someone. Hey, it can happen to anyone, right? He also gives laws about witnesses and about not moving the stones that mark the land of someone else's property. You know, if nobody's around, you're out in that field and there's this whole row of stones. If you move just one of them, you know couple inches to the left, who's really going to notice? And then Moses gets into the rules for war and how to engage enemy cities. And in some cases, everyone has to die. And in other cases, only the men die, the women, children, cattle, everything else gets to live and is now the property of Israel. We are also continuing in the book of Luke, and Jesus gives one of his most intense parables to date, and that is the parable of the prodigal son. And in that story, I think each person can relate to a different character. It's one of the longer parables that he gives. In fact, it was long enough that there have been many movies made from this one parable. Before we get started, I wanted to give a MASSIVE shout out to our incredible Patreon supporters. Andrea from Pine City, Minnesota, and Terry from the City of Orange, California. Thank you both for your amazing support and generosity. Your contributions keep us inspired and motivated to keep creating awesome content for our community. You rock! Both of you should have received our super cool flash drive with all 365 episodes preloaded. And you too can become a supporter and keep our show ad-free. Just go to patreon.com/storymaster. The link is in the show notes below. Let's get started. Deuteronomy chapter 19, in a letter to the Israelites from Moses. The cities of safety The Lord your God is giving you land that belongs to other nations. He will destroy those nations. You will live where these people lived. You will take their cities and their houses. When that happens, you must divide the land that the Lord your God is giving you. Divide it into three parts and choose a city in the middle of each part that can be a place of safety. You must also build good roads to these cities. Then whoever kills another person may run to the closest city of safety. This is the rule for someone who kills another person and runs to one of these three cities for safety. It must be someone who killed another person accidentally, not out of hatred. H- here is an example. A man goes into the forest with another person to cut wood. The man swings his axe to cut down a tree, but the head of the axe separates from the handle. The axe head hits the other person and kills him. The man who swung the axe may then run to one of these three cities and be safe. But if the city is too far away, he may not be able to run there fast enough. A close relative of the person he killed might run after him and catch him before he reaches the city. The relative might kill the man in anger, even though he did not deserve to die because he did not mean to harm anyone. That is why I commanded you to choose three special cities. The Lord your God promised your fathers that he would make your land larger. He will give you all the land that he promised to give to your ancestors. You will do this if you completely obey His commands that I give you today. Love the Lord your God and always live the way He wants. Then when He gives you more land, you should choose three more cities for safety. They should be added to the first three cities. Then innocent people will not be killed in the land that the Lord your God is giving you, and you will not be guilty for any deaths. But suppose there is a man who hates his neighbor. That man might hide and wait to kill the person he hates. If he kills that person and runs to one of these cities of safety, the leaders in his hometown must send someone to get him and take him away from the city of safety. These leaders must hand him over to the close relative. He is a murderer and he must die. Don't feel sorry for him. He is guilty of killing an innocent person, and you must remove that guilt from Israel. Then everything will go well for you. Property Lines You must not move the stones that mark your neighbor's property line. People put them there in the past to mark each person's property. These stones mark the land that the Lord your God gave you. Witnesses If someone is accused of doing something against the law, one witness is not enough to prove that the person is guilty. There must be two or three witnesses to prove that the person really did wrong. A witness might try to hurt another person by lying and saying that this person did wrong. If that happens, both of them must go to the Lord's special house and be judged by the priests and judges who are on duty at that time. When the judges carefully ask their questions, they might find that the witness lied against the other person. If that witness tells lies, you must punish that person with the same punishment the other person would have received. In this way, you will remove this evil from your group. Other people will hear about this and be afraid, and people will not do evil things like that again. Don't feel sorry about punishing someone who does wrong. If a life is taken, a life must be paid for it. The rule is an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, a hand for a hand, a foot for a foot. The punishment must equal the crime. Deuteronomy 20. Rules for War When you go out to battle against your enemies and you see horses, chariots, and many more people than you have, you must not be afraid of them. The Lord your God is with you, and he brought you out of Egypt. Before you go to the battle, the priest must come and speak to the soldiers. The priest will say, Men of Israel, listen to me. Today you are going against your enemies in battle. Don't lose your courage. Don't be troubled or upset. Don't be afraid of the enemy. The Lord your God is going with you to help you fight against your enemies. He will help you win. Then the officials
0: of each tribe will say to the soldiers, Is there any man here who has built a new house, but has not yet dedicated it? That man should go back home. He might be killed in the battle, and then another person will dedicate that man's house. Is there any man here who has planted a vineyard, but has not yet gathered any of the grapes? That man should go back home. If that man dies in the battle, someone else will enjoy the fruit from his field. Is there any man here who is engaged to be married? That man should go back home. If he dies in the battle, another man will marry the woman he is engaged to. These officials must also say to the people, Is there any man here who has lost his courage and is afraid? He should go back home then you will not cause the other soldiers to lose their courage too. Then, after
1: the officials have finished speaking to the army, they must choose captains to lead the soldiers. When you go to attack a city, you must first offer peace to the people there. If they accept your offer and open their gates, all the people in that city will become your slaves and be forced to work for you. But if the city refuses to make peace with you, And fights against you you should surround the city And when the Lord your God lets you take the city you must kill all the men in it but you may take for yourselves the women the children the cattle and everything else in the city you may use all these things the Lord your God has given these things to you that is what you must do to all the cities that are far away from you the cities that are not in the land where you live But when you take cities in the land that the Lord your God is giving you, you must kill everyone. You must completely destroy all the people. The Hittites, Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. The Lord your God has commanded you to do this. So then they will not be able to teach you to sin against the Lord your God, or to do any of the disgusting things they do when they worship their gods. If you surround and attack a city for a long time, you must not cut down the fruit trees around the city. You may eat the fruit from these trees, but you must not cut them down. These trees are not the enemy, so don't make war against them. But you may cut down the trees that you know are not fruit trees. You may use these trees to build weapons for making war against the city. You may use them until the city falls. Luke chapter 15, verses 1 to 32. Joy in heaven. The tax collectors and sinners all kept coming to listen to Jesus. So the Pharisees and the teachers of the law began to complain. Look at this man, welcomes sinners and even eats with them. So Jesus told them this story Suppose one of you has 100 sheep, but one of them gets lost, what will you do? You will leave the other 99 sheep there in the field and go out and look for the lost sheep. You will continue to search for it until you find it. And when you find it, you will be very happy. You will carry it home, go to your friends and neighbors and say to them, be happy with me because I found my lost sheep. In the same way, I tell you, Heaven is a happy place when one sinner decides to change. There is more joy for that one sinner than for 99 good people who don't need to change. Suppose a woman has 10 silver coins, but she loses one of them. She will take a light and clean the house. She will look carefully for the coin until she finds it. And when she finds it, she will call her friends and neighbors and say to them, Be happy with me because I found the coin that I lost. In the same way, it's a happy time for the angels of God when one sinner decides to change. A story about two sons. Then Jesus said, There was a man who had two sons, The younger son said to his father, Give me now the part of your property that I am supposed to receive someday. So the father divided his wealth between his two sons. A few days later, the younger son gathered up all that he had and left. He traveled far away to another country. And there he wasted his money, living like a fool. After he had spent everything he had, there was a terrible famine throughout the country. He was hungry and needed money, so he went and got a job with one of the people who lived there. The man sent him into the fields to feed pigs. He was so hungry that he wanted to eat the food the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When the son realized how foolish he had been, he thought, All my father's hired workers have plenty of food, but here I am, almost dead, because I have nothing to eat. I will leave to go to my father. This is what I'll say to him. Father, I have sinned against God and have done wrong to you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son, but let me be like one of your hired workers. So he left and went to his father. While the son was still a long way off, his father saw him coming and felt sorry for him. So he ran to him and hugged and kissed him. The son said, Father, I have sinned against God and have done wrong to you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, hurry, bring the best clothes and put them on him. Also, put a ring on his finger and good sandals on his feet and bring our best calf and kill it so that we can celebrate with plenty to eat. My son was dead, but now he is alive again. He was lost, but now he is found. So they began to have a party. The older son had been out in the field. When he came near the house, he heard the sound of music and dancing. So he called to one of the servants and asked, What does this all mean? The servant said, Your brother has come back, and your father killed the best calf to eat. He is happy because his son is back safe and sound. The older son was angry, and would not go into the party. So his father went out and begged him to come in, but he said to his father,
0: look, for all these years, I have worked like a slave for you. I've always done what you told me to do, and you never gave me even a young goat for a party with my friends. But then this son of yours comes home after wasting your money prostitutes and you kill the best cat for him
1: his father said to him oh my son you are always with me and everything i have is yours but this was a day to be happy and celebrate your brother was dead but now he is alive he was lost, but now he is found! Psalm 45, 1-9. through nine. For the music director, to the tune of Shoshanim, a maskale from the Korah family, a love song. Beautiful thoughts fill my mind as I speak these lines for the king. These words come from my tongue, as from the pen of a skilled writer. You are more handsome than anyone, and you say such pleasant things, so God will always bless you. Put on your sword, mighty warrior, so impressive in your splendid uniform. Ride out in your greatness to win the victory for what is true and right. Let us see the amazing things you can do with your powerful right arm. Your sharp arrows will go deep into the hearts of your enemies, who will fall to the ground in front of you. Your kingdom from God will last forever. You use your authority for justice. You love what is right and hate what is wrong. So God, your God, chose you to be king giving you more joy and honor than anyone like you. From your clothes comes the wonderful smell of myrrh, aloes, and cassia. And palaces decorated with ivory, you enjoy the music of stringed instruments. Here are ladies of honor, daughters of kings. Your bride stands at your right side, wearing a gown decorated with the finest gold. Thank you, everyone. That was Day 103. Join us for Day 104. In Deuteronomy, you'll learn what to do if someone is found to be murdered. What to do when you go to war with the enemy and you capture the women. And what to do with children who refuse to obey. You'll also hear about other laws, such as a woman must not wear men's clothes, and a man must not wear women's clothes, and other laws like that. And in the book of Luke, Jesus talks about having true wealth and gives a parable of the manager and the large jars of olive oil. And the Pharisees love money, so they challenge Jesus. We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year.
0: Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.